Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. I'll get right to it. What's your plan for uh, for this week as far as playing starters? Well, I'd say we'll talk about it and do what's best for the team. Um, so it's you know, early Monday. Uh, go out there and try to have a good week of practice, prepare like we normally do, and then decide what we want to do relative to you know who's playing, who's not playing. Um, whatever we think is best for, for our team, that's what we'll end up doing. What considerations will go into that decision? Because obviously you guys are locked in. So what do you? What will make that determination for you? Uh, I don't know. Joe and I will have some conversations, talk to the coaches, and you know, I don't think we need to make that decision right now. Um, so we'll do it again. We'll do whatever we think is best for for our guys and our team. At you know, come come this week. Patty Trainer. Hey, coach. How you doing? Good, Patty. How are you? Good, thank you. Brian, when we talk about uh, pairings, if you will, or duos, we usually talk about guys who play the same position. But in Daniel and Saquon, you have two guys who are kind of make up a, a, a unique type of pairing, if you will. Can you just talk a little bit about how each has complemented each other's game, especially in the running aspect of things? Yeah, the first thing I think they're <clears> – <throat> I think they really appreciate one another, uh, the type of teammate that each person is. I'd say they both work extremely hard. They've been here for some time. I think they've had, you know, probably some ups and downs, and you know they're pretty close. So I think that helps. Um, you know, in in the running game, if you are you know choosing to use a quarterback on on runs, um, you know that's a pretty important chemistry that you have with one another between the two of them with the ball handling and the decision making and the reads um, and then in the passing game you know those guys have have worked hard together to, to make sure they're on the same page um, you know but both of those guys I think respect one another's responsibilities I think they're good captains for us um, and I think they work well together thank you you're welcome thank you Kim Jones Hey, Dave. How are you? Good, Kim. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Um, you had a lot to fix when you got here. How did you go from from taking this job to turning this team into a playoff team in your first year? Well, it takes <clears throat> it takes everybody in the building um, to do their job well. That's uh, uh, probably the greatest team sport to be part of. Uh, you know, coaching or playing or being part of the football team. Um, have a lot of good people uh, 
that are with me, whether that's coaches, front office, scouting, most importantly, the players, administration staff, you know, everybody that is responsible to do their job well. So uh, I'm just, you know, one part of the puzzle. Um, you know, try to do my job the best I can, but count on a lot of other people doing their job well. And that's, a, again, like I said, a testament to them um, and starting with the players. We don't ask you, I don't, I, I'll personalize it. I don't ask you much about your days in Buffalo um, and certainly don't ask you about Josh very often, if at all. But, but I'm just curious if there are lessons learned, particularly from coaching Josh Allen, that you were able to impart uh, in terms of coaching now um, Daniel Jones. Yeah, no. I mean, look, I've, I've coached a lot of different players, a lot of different positions, and, um, you know, been in the league for quite some time. And there's a lot that I've learned from a lot of players and a lot of coaches. And, you know, it could be a technique, but it could be a situation. It could be, you know, a time where you have to bounce back and, you know, it's not going great for you, you know, in the mental aspect of it. So I've tried to use all my experiences and, you know, I, I'm, I'm continuing to learn and growing every day. Um, to try to help, you know, whether it's the players, the coaches, the staff. Uh, I certainly don't have all the answers, but, you know, I think the experiences that I've had, um, you know, I can draw from and, and definitely use uh, to try to help really any of the guys um, that are on our team. Mm -hmm. Bruce back. Hey, Brian, what's the most satisfying and gratifying aspect of, of clinching a playoff spot? Um, I know that you get to play another game. Um, you know, you're only guaranteed, obviously, 17 of these things now. So to, you know, it takes a lot of work to get to this point. Um, a lot of work. Uh, and it takes you know, a lot of execution. Uh, it's... It's extremely hard to um, get one of these spots. Uh, so I think that, you know, you should appreciate it. Um, you know, you appreciate it last night. You, and then you got to get back to work. Um, you know, once that time hits, it's, again, a one-and-done season. Um, but I'm, you know, probably the most gratifying is just to see these players uh, have their you know smiling faces after a game, and you know realize that they accomplished you know, one of the goals was to make the postseason. And I'm happy for I'm happy for those guys. What's up? I'm John Wall, and I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to do That's my, my dance, <laughs> What was it like celebrating with the fans after the game? 
It was awesome. That was that was an electric atmosphere, uh, really from start to finish. Uh, you know how great was it when LT came out the tunnel? Um, you know I think it juiced all our guys up too, and uh, you know they were great when the defense was up. They were loud. They were there until the end. You know you notice things like that. I know, <clears throat> you know, I know if he'll say it or not, but I could tell you that how much Daniel appreciated. You know the the ovation that he got. Um, uh, so they were they were awesome. They've been awesome all year. Thank you, Dave. Happy yeah. New Year. Same to you, Bruce. Paul Schwartz. Hey, Brian. How are you? Good, Paul. How are you? Good, good. Um, uh, a couple of quick ones. Um, um, some of the cults were a little bit uh, peeved by uh, Kayvon's um, um, Snow Angel celebration. Um, I don't, you know, it happened in the moment. Um, I don't think he knew that uh, Foles was hurt. Um, in retrospect, what maybe is a lesson he needs to learn from that? Or if not, you know, what do you think of that whole thing? Yeah, I know you guys, I mean, I, that's a good question for Kayvon. He, um, I think he answered it and addressed it yesterday. Uh, I'm quite sure he didn't know that the player was hurt, but um, you know, Kayvon's a good young man, and um, you know, I know he you know responded to questions about that yesterday. So let's, I'll leave that to him. Okay, and um, um, you know, you've been in situations in other places where the expectation was to make the playoffs every year, and you made the playoffs every year. Not that you didn't appreciate it, but it was something that was quote-unquote expected. Um, how do you deal with that versus the euphoria you and the players and front office are feeling now of finally getting back in the playoffs and kind of, you know, you've got a job to do now to say, okay, this was great, but, you know, this is something we should kind of expect every year sort of thing. Well, I think that regardless of where I was, uh, you always, you're always grateful for, for being able to make the postseason. Um, you know, each year is a different year for every team that I've been part of. Uh, but you don't go into a season saying, "Boy, I hope I win three games." Um, you go out there to compete, and um, with you know every team that you're playing, and you try to stack up as many wins as you can, so that when you get to a point in the end of the season that you know if you stack enough up. You make it, but I think you're always, again, this is a humbling league. Um, you're always grateful for the opportunity to, to participate in the postseason. Um, so I'd say you've put the work and time and effort and energy into it. And when you get a spot, you know, that, that doesn't change the things that helped you get to where you're at. Um, you just dial back in and go back to doing the things that matter most. Okay. Thanks, Brian. Yep. Bob Brookover. Hi, Brian. Hi, um, Does you've been, as Paul just said, you've been in these situations before, and you you've been in situations under Belichick and under uh, Sean McDermott where you clinched a spot and were locked into a spot. Uh, does what they did influence you at all as far as what you want to do with your team in a game that doesn't? have any meaning in terms of where you're seated yeah I think look again back when I said with Kim I think you draw from all your experiences of um, you know the different things that happened at different points relative to you know where you're at at the season how many games you got left who you're playing but I think each year is different and you know again what we got to make decisions on is do things what's best for our team um, not any other team that you know that I've been part of um, I think those decisions um, need to be, you know, talked about and well thought out, and 
you know, by the end of the week, you should have the plan that you want to go with. And, you know, it's not just, hey, let's just do this to do this. There's obviously reasons behind it. And, you know, take your time to make those decisions. What are the pros and cons of, of this decision? I mean, is there any right answer? Because it's some some guys have done it one way and it hasn't worked or done it that way and has worked. I mean, is there any right answer to this question? Yeah, it's only right if it works, right? <laughs> So if you do one thing and it doesn't work, you do the other thing and something happens, you're, you're wrong no matter what. So you just got to, you know, make a good decision uh, based on information and, and things you talk about with the people on your staff and um, make the decision that you, you think is right for your team. Um, so you go out there and lay an egg, it's, it's the wrong decision. You win, it's the right decision. So, you know, that doesn't affect it either way. And, and one last thing I want to ask you, is it – helpful that you can now look at some playoff opponents and how much time will you spend at looking at the teams you might be playing uh this week no i'll be looking at philly that's it yeah okay yep okay. thanks art stapleton hey dames what's going on hey art how's it going good uh bob Bob kind of hit on what I was talking, what I was going to ask you about just the advanced scouting, maybe not you sure. zeroing in on playoff opponents, but the fact that a potential opponent that you've already seen is out there. Do you as a staff kind of strategically start your planning for what you're going to see in the postseason? Is it one of those things where you can't wait? If you have the opportunity, you might you as well take of, advantage. Are you talking about like the preparation? Yeah, in terms of the break, the break, the breakdown of the tape and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, for, no. Look, really I've, I've, yeah, no, I've had. You know, you have younger coaches on your staff uh, that have responsibilities in terms of breaking down opponents. That they're always one or two weeks ahead um, as the games come in. So you know, once you get to this season, you know, you try to take a look at all right, who are potential teams if you're in the in the tournament or not, and those, excuse me, those coaches that do our breakdowns, they, you know, they work ahead and, you know, they get going on, you know, various scenarios, opponents who we could play, because I'll just tell you from experience, um, you know, I was one of those coaches once before, and there's not a lot of sleeping, you know, particularly when you think one thing's going to happen and all of a sudden something else happens. So you're constantly breaking down as many teams that are, that are in the playoffs uh, in case something happens, you know, because it's, you know, it's long hours, um, but well worth it hours um, during this time of year. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my game. <laughs> and just the one thing off of that, that goes for your coaching staff. 
What about your players? I know most guys kind of go through the week and they'll just focus on who you're playing, but you do have some guys on your team. I'm thinking first and foremost, the quarterback who will dive in and try to, you know, dial into who you may see down the road. Do you talk to your guys when you guys get back together, the idea of where the focus is and maybe slow up on that a little bit, wait till you guys provide them the cut-ups for, for the postseason opponent? Yeah, we don't, we don't get started on, you know, anybody else other than the team we're playing for that week. So that's no different than, you know, last week, not getting ready for this week. Every, everything you do is to get ready for the team you're playing, but there's also other people like the – the quality control or the, the offense or defensive assistance that they have to. That's part of their job description. They have to, to move ahead and, and break down things and, and get things prepared and ready for the for the coaches and the players for the next week when they so when the next week comes around all that stuff is is inputted and, you know, broken down and, you know, ready to go so we can start like, you know, for instance, start back up on the Eagles. Thanks, Dave. Yep, you got it. Pat Leonard. Hey, Brian. What's going on? Hey, Pat. How are you? Good. How was the cigar? It was good. Had a couple of them. Nice. Um, wanted to ask you, so in 2007, you know, Tom Coughlin pretty famously played all his guys in, in, the, in the last game against New England. And, you know, I think uh, it is viewed as they did the right thing. John Madden left them a voicemail saying he did the right thing for the game. Do you think that playing guys in a game in a final game like this is the right thing to do? And is that Giants history a factor? Because obviously with ownership and everything, I mean, that's a huge part of this franchise's lure is doing it the right way and then winning after it. Yeah, well, I think every situation is different, Pat. I mean, that's a pretty unique circumstance uh, that year, right? The, the record that the Patriots had. Um, and every year is different. So what happened in 2007 it uh, doesn't really have any effect on what's happening in 2022 for the decisions that we need to make. We'll do what we think is best for the team um, mm -hmm. and, you know, sit down and have, you know, conversations and, you know, by the end of the week have our plan dialed in. But, um, again, I think every situation, every season, you know, would they have done that if a team was, you know, 10 and 6 or not? Who knows? You know, I don't, I don't really know the answer to that. So, um you know, we I think we got to focus on what we need to do here um, in 2023, right? 23, yeah. That's right. Thank you, man. Yep. We'll take three more. Ed Valentine. Hey, Dave. So I just wanted to ask you, you know, sort of a bigger picture question. Um, everybody mm -hmm. talks about the lack of expectations that that you guys had, or that that outside people had entering the year remember going back into training camp you got you talked a lot about process over results and we kept asking you about the offense looking terrible on a lot of given days but just how important was that groundwork and how important was buy-in from players into what you guys have accomplished uh, yeah important um you know the players are the most important thing on your team uh, so, again, I, I appreciate the effort that they've put into this season, their mindset. Um, you know, we worked them hard and, you know, we moved them around a lot of different places. And, uh, again, you know, part of some of the, you know, part of that, you know, training camp and OTAs is, is to test guys, not just physically, but also mentally. 
so I'd say that, you know, again, does winning help, Ed, early on? Sure, it helps. I'm, I mean, I don't think anybody would say it doesn't. But I do think the type of, of players, the type of people that we have, um, you know, they've been fantastic to work with. they got a great mindset. You know, they exhibit a lot of, you know, characteristics that we covet in terms of being smart, tough, dependable. And they just try to get better each day. Uh, and I appreciate working with them and the things that they've tried to do. And again, it's an up and down league. So trying to give them a level of consistency, uh, I think is really important from a coaching staff. Um, because, you know, again, this, this league can get you quick. So um, try to be the same coach, the same person after a win as you are with a loss. Um, and focus on the process, if you will, because uh, I can live with results if we're doing things the right way. Um, we're on time, we're taking care of our bodies, we're detailed in meetings, we practice our tails off, and we go out there and, and you know, don't get the results we want Sunday, I can live with that. Um, I don't like it, I, I don't like it one bit, but um, I certainly can live with it based on what they're doing and what we're asking them to do and how they're doing it. Thank you. Yep. Tom Kahneman. Hey, Brian, how you doing? Good, Tom, how are you? Good. This is one of those fine line things. Two years ago, the Eagles played Washington on a Sunday night. Uh, if wa if the Eagles won, Giants would have won the division, and uh, Eagles didn't play anybody. Washington won and won the division. People complained about the lack of integrity of not playing your best players. Do you even consider that? No, I just try to consider what we think is best for our team. Um, that's that's what we'll always consider. That's it. Mm -hmm. Last one here, Ross Salzberg. Hey, Brian, how you doing? Good, Russ. How are you? Good. So, you know, as a new coach, Brian, you had to come in and assess your talent, obviously. But maybe just as important anyway, you had to assess the character of the guys that were here on the team. How long did it take you to uh, assess and say, yeah, I got guys that are made of the right stuff, who are tough, smart, and dependable? Was was it in camp? Was it the no, first month of this? Yeah, it's um, a good question. I'd say it was probably at different times because I think the most important thing uh, when you're starting over in a new program, whether you're a position coach, a coordinator, or in this case, a head coach, is to really let the players get to know you as well. And it doesn't it doesn't take a day, or I can't give you an exact date, Russ, of, of each guy. I think each relationship on the team is, is a little bit different. I think you um, treat everybody fairly, not the same. I think, you know, just like in the outside world of, of not in this building, you have different relationships with different people. And, you know, there's things that make one person tick versus the other one maybe not so much. So uh, I think you're just kind of getting a feel for who the person is and and really more importantly let them know who you are um, so you can build a level of trust which you know doesn't take I couldn't tell you if it was an OTA or a, a training camp practice but each guy probably is a little bit different um, and I think until you can build that level of trust the player with the coach the coach with the player um, you're kind of just spinning your wheels a little bit until you can do this because it's such a uh, you know, this business is 
was very cutthroat, and there's, you know, everybody wants results, which, trust me, I do too, but until you know that the person that you're working with, you know, you can trust them and they can trust you and you can fight through some tough times, um, I really think you're just spinning your wheels. So each player, probably a little bit different. You know, I spent a lot of time with Daniel and, you know, try to get to know him and him to know me. And, you know, he's come over the house. And, I mean, I just remember at the end of training camp where we're sitting there and I'm, you know, outside by the pool smoking a cigar and the whole table is like has about like three years worth of different playbooks as we're going through training camp. I'm saying, tell me if you like any of these. Brings the, and, and you're you're making sure that, you know what, this guy this guy cares about what I think. He cares how I see the game. I think that's important for a quarterback. Um, you know, Saquon Barkley, maybe it's, you know, I go beat him in a game of ping pong with my opposite hand and talk a little smack to him. So you just you just you know, you're constantly building relationships. Dexter, it might have been another thing and Leo, they're all individuals. Each it's not just one this is how everybody is. I think you have to get to know the person. Um, so I think each each player is I mean, I couldn't give you the dates, but it's probably a little bit different with each player. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 